Riley, do you get stressed out about time? And by time, I mean like when you have an appointment coming up or a movie to get to. I don't mean like, you know, the slow marching time makes fools us all kind of way. <laughs> okay, well, so my, my answer is just going to be yes. And now it's no, not at all. <laughs> That's very funny. How depending on what you mean by time there, I, I'm at one, I'm at complete opposite ends of the spectrum. That's interesting. Yeah, you are, you're afraid of the long game when it comes to time, right? Minute yeah, to minute. But I've whatever. got, the, on, the, on the micro level, right? I got it sorted. I got to cover. Don't worry. So there's two times in recent memory that mm. I have been in a restaurant specifically with mm. friends and we have a thing to go to. And one time our fault, one time not, the mechanics of the restaurant have almost made us late for the thing and it drives me crazy, dude. Is this, is this how long it takes you to get the bill after you finished eating? Sp- that's part of it. So there's two times. Oh, dude, that, dri- that drives me mental. That drives well, me mental. One time we were, we, were at a, we were at a tapas place before seeing yeah. um, Robert Pattinson's The Batman, Robert Pattinson, if you will. Right? So this is a while ago. <clears throat> and there's a, two tables of us. There's like 15 of us. We're all getting food, yada, yada. Yeah. And RUA, and I know you don't go to the movie theater often, but RUA, ah, the trailers are always long. Like, we'll be fine. Or RUA, let's get to the theater kind of guy. I, I'd probably be closer to the, the trailers along we will probably be fine, but I'm, I'm not like the, the tone of voice, the relaxed tone of voice that you used for that, obviously a bit of a send up of the sort of person who mm-hmm. is going to arrive at minute seven of the actual main feature. I'm not there, but I'm definitely like, look, it says the movie's going to start at seven. We've definitely gotten to a quarter past. It'll, it'll be fine. So this is interesting. I think you would assume I'm in the uh, 50 minutes of trailers. There's opening credit. You, I think you would assume I'm in, I'm in that camp, right? I don't know, actually. Like, you you do love your cinema. I, and I don't think you... Like, it's a joy for you to go to the cinema. I don't think you want to rob yourself of any part of the experience. I just want to experience the thing as intended. That's basically yeah. most things I want. When we're playing yeah, a board... Yeah. When you and I are playing Civ and you're like, oh, let's do a slightly different one. I'm like, let's let's turn the military the off. <laughs> I don't intended. want to play with the domination victory. <laughs> let's play the game as intended. I make no let's apologies see- for it. You should. Let's see the movie as intended. Now, I'm not a monster. Mm. I'm not like never watch a movie on the back of a plane seat. That doesn't count. I'm not going to pretend that, mm. that mm. it's not an ideal cinema viewing experience, obviously, but that's fine. We're in this restaurant and Steve is the one that this really gets, which is helpful because I can, if I'm an 8 out of 10, Steve's an 11 out of 10 when this happens. He hates missing the start of the movie. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there and... We're getting ready. We're like, okay, we're, it's a little tight, but it's the, the, you know, the set of us on this other side of the shopping center. We can make it there, no problem. And then he hears those famous words ring out from someone on the other table that's with us. And they are, oh, will we get dessert? Oh, no. And he's like, no, dude, no. Are you no. kidding right now? Come on. <laughs> Who's getting dessert in a restaurant, mate? Oh, that's that you have problem with. <laughs> What's happening? $7.50 for a slice of chocolate cake? Are you kidding? Are you joking me? Riley, I yesterday, sidebar, in the city center of Dublin, paid, as part of a work event, €9 for a pint of Guinness. No. Oh, is that good or bad? I actually have no frame of reference. That's, that's I, I don't know. You know that you know that little you know that, that meme that you send when someone sends you a wall of text and you're like, I'm not reading all that, but I'm 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 happy for you, or I'm sorry or that, sad happened. that it happened. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly in that thing right now. When you say, "Oh, I paid nine euro for a pint of Guinness," I don't know whether to go, "Well, that's a bargain," or to be like, "Oh, Dennis, wow, you'll never financially recover from that." I have it no can't frame be a of reference. bargain, right? People drink five to ten of those things. I don't know how much is a pint of beer. It should be under a fiver. You would hope. You would hope. 
I okay, I would say if I went into a pub in Australia and I was like, oh, I'll have one pint of beer, please, and they're like $20, I'd be like, all right, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> all right, continue to sound like I, I need to do some research here. I'm going to find out how much a pint of beer find is. How much pi- how, is Megan home? Just yell and ask how much a pint of Foster's is. Well, no one drinks Foster's here. Everyone, everyone drinks Foster's there. Just like everyone drinks Guinness here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, all right. That is the second how one. How much a pint of beer? Uh, okay, it's saying in Australia. My guess is probably like six, seven or eight dollars because of the how. Yeah, between between six and eight. This is between six and ten dollars for a one pint draft of domestic beer. So I faster. Don't know if you can buy a pint here, of course you can buy a pint. No, I don't think you can. I don't think they're served by the pint. They definitely are. You get you can get what's called a schooner here. That's um, a boat. You but, can't fool me. <laughs> Do you get an entire boat full of beer? Do you know what's very funny about um, Australia? So um, the measurement of beer glasses in, Austra- in, uh, in Australian states, it varies, right? Love that. Um, you guys are so desperate to have different countries inside of you, aren't you? Like, yeah. No, no, but we, we're the same with everything, right? Um, uh, but beer glass sizes varies from state to state. Um, but the names don't always so, um, uh, for instance, so a schooner in, in a schooner in Queensland is not the same as a schooner in New South Wales. Exactly, and in Australia you buy right. a pot, right? But in Sydney it's called a midi. Yeah, is there Whereas- a smallie and a biggie? <laughs> it's not a smallie and a biggie. No, Why is that silly? If there's a midi, it implies there are two I'm, others. I'm just laughing because you're right. It should there should be a smallie, midi, and biggie. Yeah. But then in Adelaide, right, a schooner is the same size as a Melbourne pot or a Sydney midi. But then a schooner in Melbourne is bigger than an Adelaide schooner. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's really dumb. It's this so is dumb, a, this, this this is just. A, I mean, this is two things. One, it's a conspiracy by Big Beer to obfuscate how much they have to give you. And two, it's a conspiracy by Big Beer Glass so they can sell various different versions to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Oh, do you want an Adelaide sh- schooner? Not just or that, they ship them. Oh, you got the Melbourne schooner. Sorry, you mm. need to reorder the Adelaide schooners. Or yeah, the Adelaide find. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so uh, I assume it's. I'm looking at a. I'm looking at the website here that tells you you can buy buy the pint, which is 570 mils. So I guess you can buy a pint, but yeah, I don't know, ten bucks. So nine nine euros for a pint of Guinness. Like what, fifteen dollars? I'm now guessing that's expensive. It is extraordinarily expensive. Yes, I, I, I felt sick. Okay. Seeing that. Okay. Oh. Oh dear, no! <laughs> if it was a gut shot, it was like in a movie. Like it would slow zoom on me, and it would lose background, would lose focus, and they'd play a mirror shattering sound. It was awful. Well, lucky, lucky you had a meal in a glass to calm your stomach yeah, instead of it, it is liquid bread. That's no joke. Yeah, but we're not yeah. we're not here to talk about games. Right? I'm here to talk about being late for movies. So we're trying to rush everybody out. In the end, we have to send a. I don't no, know. No, wait. Did f- they get dessert? Did they, they get did. dessert? They did. They did. Oh, get out of town, dude! I so, will shut that down. We had to send a forward expedition to be like, you guys go pick up the tickets. Because it was like release ah, day for the movie. It's going to be The busy. Vanguard. Yeah. So you guys pick up tickets. Yeah. You guys get popcorn or whatever, right? For everybody, by the way. Like, oh, mm. you want one of these? You want one of these? We'll pick it all up so you guys can just come. Yeah, right? quick. Rob a bank on the way there so you'll be able to afford it. Yeah, right. I, I, we've, we've talked before about how I like buying popcorn in the, in the cinema because I like the cinema. Yeah, because you, you, you got more money than cents. Exactly, yeah. That's I, very I, nice. I, I'm the Demodici of the local Omniplex here. Let's not pretend. Yeah. Like. yeah. Um, so we get there. There's two things that really annoy me about this. One is we're, one cinema is packed, like absolutely yeah. packed to the gills, which is extraordinarily rare nowadays, by the way. Mm, mm, mm. So we stand in line, we get the tickets, get everybody snacks. And just as we get everybody snacks, the other half of the crowd come in and they go, see, it was fine. 
It was only fine because yeah. we left 15 so minutes before you. This is making my, this is making my blood boil. Making my blood boil, dude. This is awful. Yeah. Right. You yeah. want to know, know the worst part? Go on. Tell me the worst get part. Into I, the can't screen. I, can't, I can't believe there's a worse part than this, but tell me the worst part. We get into the screen and really it was not fine. Okay. The movie had started quite some time ago. Oh my goodness. So this much just so. goes from bad to worse. This is awful. St- Steve and I were on a flight later and Steve was like, you know what? I'm going to put on the Batman and see yep. how far into the movie I recognize a frame. Yep. Right? Yep. 13 minutes of the movie. 13 minutes, dude. 13 and they're saying it's fine. What what world do these people live in? If what, if, what the, if we hadn't got if we this? hadn't gone early, we would have genuinely missed genuinely by my maths close to a half hour of the movie. This is un- this is unbelievable, and this is when you're paying forty or fifty dollars to go to the, the, the movies these days. And that, I mean, that's right about right, isn't it? I don't know. That sounds about correct, yeah. That sounds about correct to me. I've got this. This drives me mental. Can I tell you? Yeah. Unpunctuality or whatever. Okay. Being, uh, being, no, 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 right? no, 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 desperately late for things mm. right and so i was always late and that was the thing like i was the dentist in uh in, in friendships that i used to have like my old mate steph we used to meet up meet up and have pizza every week we'd go and have a, um, a four dollar bimbo's pizza absolute bargain rest in peace bimbo's, bimbo's? Pizza burnt down. yeah bimbo's pizza burnt down a bimbo's couple of years ago. pizza Very- run by bimbo's presumably burned down <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, they they were bimbos when it came to the price because they didn't know the, the, the pizzas were four Australian dollars, so that's like two euro fifty, and obviously Jesus. on fire safety as well because the place burned to a crisp, unfortunately. So anyway, R.I.P. Bimbos Pizza. Burned anyway, to a delicious to, cheesy crisp. <laughs> we used to go; the pizzas were so good, but she would regularly like arrive twenty minutes late and still beat me there. So I'd be like, "Yep, meet you there at twelve thirty, and she'd be like, "Yep, I'll get there at one." No, well, that that, that that's just still... you two. You're, you're just getting into a war of escalation. Then you've brought that upon yourselves, right? No, no, no. She was just factoring in the fact that I was always going to be late. I'm saying that's what I did. I was like you, right? Oh, like, so I not... thought you were both laxadaisical. No, no, she, no, 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 no. She, she does what you do to she, me, where you operate on Dennis Standard Time, which is like fourteen oh, past right. the hour. I, yeah. I was on RST. I was on Riley Riley Standard Time, right? Anyway, but do you know? What broke that habit for me? Because I grew up like that. My parents always were always late to stuff, late to school, late everything, like always rushed, always late, right? Just no time management in the nice yeah, ha- so night household. Into, that I makes sense. Do you know what? Do you know what broke that for me? What? Becoming a teacher. Why is that? Because the kids. Because are late? you can't be late as a teacher. You you just can't. Mm. Like you have to be on time, right? You have to, and it's not just have to be on time for work. At the you have to be there because otherwise you have a line of kids. That like you know in the corridor, not not without a classroom to be in. But the other thing is, you have to manage the time in the classroom so carefully. You get to, you get so familiar with how long an hour is, right? Because like, right, I need to spend this many hours a week teaching maths, this many hours a week teaching English, this many hours, whatever. And it's like, okay, I've got this lesson planned out, and I know mm, this doesn't, this feels short of an hour. I'll mm. put an extra fifteen minutes of content in because you have to. Because like, this is further the supporting kids, the theory you should try stand up comedy. By the way, you've been training your whole life for it. <laughs> How so? Oh, in terms of getting a tied five, tied five, tied ten, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I'd be able, to, I'd be able to estimate exactly how much content needs to go in that hour. But like when you hand the kids off to you know the drama teacher or the art teacher or whatever, like it's disrespectful to them if you're either late or early. Mm. So I became very punctual uh, as a result of becoming a teacher, and I just forgot that I was not a punctual person. 
And so I renewed my acquaintance with Steph after many years of living overseas. And I was like, oh, did I meet you this time? She's like, well, is it going to be then or is it going to be? I'm like, excuse me, I'm a very punctual person. And she's like, back it up. <laughs> back it up, mate. You are not. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. But the worst one was at my brother's wedding, right? Oh, well, that is a place you do not want to be tardy, I would imagine. Well, I wasn't. Right, oh, but mm, I was staying. Okay. I was staying with Mum and my sister and and Megan in um, in a cabin, right, in a caravan park near the uh, near the venue. It was the closest place we could find because all the hotels were booked out because it was the Bendigo Blues Festival that weekend. So that was a nightmare. Anyway, I was staying in this cabin, and I'm like, right, Mum, we need to get up at this time to get ready for this time, and then we'll leave at this time. She's like, yep, no worries. Yeah, and is cabin, is cabin a cabin or is that Australian slang for like a trailer? It was a like a. It was a fixed. A fixed caravan, like a caravan that you can't, like not on wheels, basically. Yeah, okay, okay. So we had, I'd arranged what time we needed to go to meet Oliver and Katie at such and such a place. So mum and Megan and Milka get their makeup done. And I could help Oliver with moving a bunch of stuff. And we just left half an hour late. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Don't worry. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot that we are like this as a family. I forgot that because I'm not like that anymore Ugh. because I've lived my life so punctually for so many years. Nothing ticks my father off more. My father is a, if I'm picking you up at 9.05 and you're not there, he's calling you like, hey, it's yeah. 9.04. Get outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, Why didn't you get that from him? Why didn't you get that from him? Why have well, we both know. gone the opposite way to our parents? That's very normal to go the opposite way to your parents. Oh, we've, we've, we've rebelled against our parents. I've become very punctual to spite my mum and you've done the opposite to spite your dad. Yeah, at least unpunctuality is cool. Sure. That is something yeah, that I don't like. I don't like, and it's that's it's probably like when you watch like South Park and stuff. It's like mm. the old, the least cool thing you can do is care about something, be that yes. a legitimate cause or like mm. a legitimate like political issue, or be it whether you get to see the first ten minutes of the Batman or not. Mm. Because mm. when when people are like, "Oh, we can order dessert," and Steve looks at his watch and was like, "I don't know, guys." You could see the room divides in half yeah. as everyone's face is like, "It's fine, dude." Or Oh no, we might miss someone. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. the cool pe- the cool kids and the nerds, basically. <sighs> but why? Why is it bad to care about seeing the thing I wanted to go see? Why does that make me a bad man? Some sort of some care. sort of temporal tyrant. Are you, I don't. I are, you don't ask, agree with it. are you kidding? Are you asking me? I'm 100 percent on your side here. I know, but this is the, this is the one area where I dip into your world. Yeah, well, welcome, Dennis. Please come in, sit down, it's and, like, like enjoy yourself. There's a fixed external force, right? Where if I am late, I will miss the movie. That has negative consequences on me. If I'm late to meet you, all that does is strain our friendship, and I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're not gonna you're not gonna leave Robert Pattinson waiting around because no, he's got places not to be. But but me, oh whatever. You know, I'll, I'll yeah, I can I could be sitting wait wait to mate for mate, mate to wait for hours. The other time, no, Dennis, this look, I, 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 oh, I don't know how much. I, I don't know if my blood pressure can handle this. Dennis, this, this, another this story. One, I don't think this one will anger you quite, quite so much because this is quite this okay. is sort of a different thing. And this is right before I went to Always Sunny Live last week. So very right, very right. Recent. So this is more recent because when Robert Pattinson's The Batman came out, that was what some time ago, two years ago or something. <laughs> right. So, so the latest, latest and greatest news coming from Dennis Tranyak. This, this right. episode. So Rin A Milano's, or for the UK among you, a Pizza Express which is a sort of fast dining Italian restaurant that I don't like very much because it's very expensive for not very good food. So hang on, it's a, it's a fast dining, what, what sort of food do they serve there? Italian food. So pizza? Yeah, pizzas and pastas. Oh, in, in a Pizza Express. Okay, sure, makes sense. The pizza checks out, let me tell you, the Express is about to become come under some scrutiny. <laughs> oh no, okay, so at least they've got the pizza right, but the Express part maybe needs a little bit of extra work. All right, let's hear, let's hear about it. So we order all of our pizzas, right? 
or actually, I basically everybody gets pizza. I get a calzone. I like I like a calzone. It's like a pizza that you can pick up with your hands, I guess. <laughs> and oh, I they can't all come remember out. the Parks and Rec bit where they have a go at him about liking calzone. Oh yeah, and he all, starts making them at home. Yeah, they all get really stuck into him, and then he has the idea of having the uh, uh, um, a calzone restaurant for people who are watching their weight called the Low Cal Calzone Zone. That was it. Yeah, I would eat there. Just I would the eat name? there, man. Just for the name, dude. There's the a, there's a, there's a um, in a in a town here on the Sunshine Coast, up in Coolum Beach. There's a uh, a cafe called Freddy Fudpuckers, <laughs> and you'll you'll notice the hesitation in my voice before I said that because I wanted yeah, to make you wanted sure to tee that right one up way. correctly. I understand. Really wanted to have that one ready in the chamber. Freddy Fudpuckers, mm-hmm. um, and they lean into it fully. It's like great coffee, ridiculous name is like their tagline or something. But I think uh, I think they are very happy for any extra business that comes their way when people are choosing between cafes. They're like, well, let's go to this one with the silly name. I think I agree with that statement, yeah. No, yeah. It's fun to yeah, say. Yeah. 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 Dangerous so, to say on a podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Play with fire on that one. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So we order all of our pizzas. And again, I, for some reason, going to a live show fills me with even more anxiety at the start of the show than going to the cinema does. I don't know why. I guess I, do, I guess I do. If I watch the Blu-ray or whatever, if I watch the Batman on Netflix in in three six months' time, I'll be able to ca- quote unquote catch up. But there yeah. are precious moments of content seeping through my fingers at a live show that I will never get back. Right? You, you can't watch the, you can't watch the first thirteen minutes of the Always Sunny live show on a plane. Exactly uh, six months later. Exactly. exactly. So all the pizzas come out and they arrive. Bar one. So has this ever happened to you, Riley? Where the restaurant just yes. Didn't bring Dennis. you your food. So much worse than you could ever comprehend. I was at oh, a dinner no. up, up in up in where we we used to go um, to Midamira, a town up on the uh, on the Midamira River in north northeast Victoria, and we would go there. And it was one day you'll tell me about a place in Australia that doesn't sound made up. By the way, where'd you get married? Bingle Bob or something? What's happened? <laughs> Bendigo. That's not that. That's, that's Bendigo is not. It sounds yeah. like a Crash Bandicoot villain. Slow down. No, Bendigo. It's Bendigo. It's it's um. It's. I mean, Bendigo's Bendigo's a relatively speaking. I mean, from from an English speaking person, Bendigo's not that strange. It's it's because there's a lot of like uh, you know, I, he doesn't mean anything by it, dear listener. But like you know, making the thing is making fun of places like Midamida. These are indigenous place names. You know what I mean? So, dude, all of the places you make face fun of in Ireland are Irish names that have been anglicized. Yes, but you can make fun of Irish people in the in, in a, yeah, I can't come I can't come after Aboriginals for their silly place especially names. Not, especially right? not as an Australian, yeah, that's fair enough. No, especially not as an Australian. Anyway, Mita Mita, it's just up from Yakindanda, right? It's near Tanda. <laughs> come on, Lake, man, right? you're not helping. <laughs> um anyway, you know, we so we would mum would cook every night. We'd bring stuff up with us, and it was just normal mum cooked food, which is fine. Mum wasn't a great cook, but she's she's fine. She still isn't a great cook. But one yeah, you, time, you pack a frozen one pizza time, into a box, take it to the cinema. You know all the hits. <laughs> I didn't do that. Don't tar me with that brush. <laughs> anyway, one one time, right on our family holiday, we would get to go to the pub and have a pub meal, right? And nice. this was so like exciting. fish and chips or something like exactly burger. or parmigiana. So exciting, right? And so we go there, there's a bunch of us, about 15 of us, I think, all together, 15 or 20 of us, like huge big thing because all the people from the caravan park, we all go together and we get this um, we get this meal all together of us sitting at the pub. And so the you know, the pub, a busy night for them, kitchen's working overtime, out come the meals, one after the other, after the other, after the other. And poor little 10-year-old Riley right, didn't get his meal. 
It didn't come out, right? Everyone else is eating, been waiting ages. So they're just- Oh, no. They're, like, they're not waiting for me because why would it stupid rule anyway? You should just eat your food when it arrives. I'm heartbroken, right? But this is the thing. Like, I, it was at a point, I guess I guess it was old enough that adults thought it was okay to tease me about it, right? So they're like, oh, I don't think, I, 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 mean, I think you'd be very upset if this happened to you in your 30s today. I'd be feeling uncomfortable but teasing pe- you about it. If people like rag, you, rag on you for it, I like, yeah, okay, I guess. So I, I got, like, just hanging shit on me for the fact that I didn't get my food. So I start crying, which is a great move, a really, really good move. And that, that made a lot of them think of the thing. I'm, but I'm sure, that gets, when I'm they, sure that, get, that gets the attention of the wait staff as well. Well, when mum or dad went up to fix the problem and said, oh, you know, our boy hasn't got his food. Then they brought out the wrong meal. They brought out the wrong food, right? I ordered chicken parmigiana and they brought out chicken Kiev and that wasn't what I wanted, but I ate it anyway because I was so hungry. But I still get teased about that. Like if I go out to dinner, if I go out to lunch or anything with right, anyone from my family, chicken Kiev. <laughs> it's not only that, if my meal happens to be the one that's served last, I they, that mum gets like, she's all over me. Teasing me about how I, about, I, I cried Close as a call out old in the pub. So, well, you were probably a couple, couple seconds away from tears there, weren't you, Riley? Yeah, exa- that's exactly the sort of stuff. That's the gear. Oh. That all comes out every time. So, Dennis, I know. I know more than you can possibly imagine how it is not getting your food on time. Absolutely. Hold I want to be honest now. I got my food on time. It wasn't my pizza that was delayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're, 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 then, you're, you're in the clear. You're gold. The restaurant tried to pull a grift on us. Go on. So... Our food, everyone else's food has arrived. We have begun eating the food. And Alex goes, the waitress was like, hey, sorry, we're still waiting on one one more, whatever it was, Hawaiian pizza or whatever. And she was like, yeah, yeah, it's going in now. And he was like, are you trying to convince me that you intended to cook Five out of six meals. Yeah. No, this is good. And then the sixth yeah. one. No, I love this line. I love this. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, everything's in order. Everything is going as planned. Your pizza is in the oven right now, just like we drew it up. <laughs> so she's like, I love, I love that, that. Like, if you're like, sorry, there was a there was a mix up in the kitchen, or it was my fault, or mm. there was something wrong with it, we had to fix it. So I I will accept any of those, even if they are obfuscations. They're certainly much closer to the truth. Pretending mm. it was the plan all along that one pizza arrived 15 minutes no, after I, the I, others. I think that's I love that. I think that's such that's that's such a power move, dude. That's such a power move. It's like, oh yeah, your pizza. The pizza that you wanted to eat with all of your friends at the same time, we're working on that now, just like we drew it up when we ordered. When you ordered, that's, that is exactly how we were, we thought this would shake out. So, no, nah, all good. Yeah, it's like, oh, can I get two Hawaiians, uh, two spicy two spicy Italians, one calzone, and, and a meat lover's? Like, yeah, yeah, we'll do the, the, old, the old five and one, right? Do five pizzas, then one, that's the one. Josh, you got it? The old five and one, right up back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, we've got these six pizzas coming in. Make sure you get five of them out all at once, then the other one about 15 minutes later. Yep. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I shouldn't have to tell you this, right? This is just how we always serve. Classic operator. There's a poster express. on the kitchen wall that says five and one, yeah, but never more, never one. less. That's the way it goes. Never forget. Never forget the five and never one. Never forget. Five and one, never forget. Oh so, so what was the fallout? What was the fallout from this? What, did, what was Josh's response? Well, here's the problem, dude. We don't have time. So we, oh, he dude, goes, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And he sits there for two minutes. And yeah. then he has to go up and be like, I don't want the pizza. We have yeah. to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, well, it's gone in the oven. He's like, I wanted it 15 minutes ago. I yeah. understand that you guys messed up. That happens. But I don't have time to eat the pizza. I have to mm. leave. So they didn't charge him for the pizza. They actually gave us a discount on the meal wholesale as an apology. Oh, jeez. So, oh, well, that's, I mean, that's a, they take that. That's a win. 
Honestly, above, I mean, I had a great time. I got a discounted calzone, ate on time with my friends, and a show yeah. where he, Alex had to go wrestle. I just, I, I just don't think Josh is being very solutions-oriented there, Dennis. I mean, in my experience, certainly, it seems to be very normal to take along a cooked pizza to a live show mm, or to the movies mm, or anything mm, like mm. that. Just stuff it in a lunchbox and there's no problem there. Um, anyway, all the, I mean, even without, even with your discount, Dennis... This nine dollar fifty nine euro fifty pint of Guinness has probably broken the bank for you, hasn't it? So we better we better try to rectify that situation. We got we, we got we got to claw that back. I I, yeah. I am drowning over here, bro. <laughs> yeah. Time for some ads. So, speaking of ads, mm. Dennis, this brings me to what I want to talk to you about because I can provide. <gasps> we an have numbers. Update. I got numbers. I'm going to hit you, Dennis, with some numbers. Now, so for those for the for the, for the uninitiated, yes, go ahead, go ahead. Riley, we recently introduced ads into this fine podcast you're listening to now. Mm-hmm. And Riley wanted to make a bet that we would make more money from the ads than we do from the Patreon. Right? Mm-hmm. And to put his money where his mouth is, we agreed that for the next three months, I think there's one more month on it, until the end of May, right? Uh, it's still it's until your birthday, so we've got two more months. End of June, okay. Yeah. So, yep. I would get all the Patreon money, Riley would get all the, uh, the ads money. All, and then afterwards, money, we'll, yep. we'll address how how wide a gap that is. Yeah. But the Patreon money is very easy to see. And I'll be honest, exalted listeners, you haven't come out in droves the way I expected to support. No, there really hasn't. There hasn't been an uptick. (laughs) There hasn't been an uptick in support of Dennis, which I like. Even when I pledge to give any any new patrons, uh, to give that money to charity, to stick it in Riley's face, still not a major uptick on my end. But that's okay. we got a couple of Resolute fans. Do you know uh, where I have seen a bit, fair bit of growth in the uh, the old Patreon.com area is uh, in Half House History. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much, everyone. So clearly got a hierarchy of If you could, just for two months, remember no, that Riley basically gets the money in then anyway. If you could just take no. away your uh, Half History. It's honestly fine. The system that we've got. Well, actually, before, before we go any further, Dennis, would you like, right, would you like to buy me out of this bet? Before I tell you, because I know both sides, I know the numbers. Yeah, Patreon, right? you can go and check. Yeah, I can. I've, I I I've checked the Patreon. N- I would not like to buy you out of that. You, are you sure? I would give you one last chance, Dennis, to buy me out of this bet. I'm sure. You've made a very wise choice because <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've done very well for yourself. <laughs> Well, actually, I've done about as well as the both of us did before. You're the one who's done poorly, it sounds like. Well, yeah, so but I'm saying you've made, a, you've made a fine choice in not choosing to buy me out, Dennis, because, yes, no, you smoked me. Um, so Even with no got, uptick? I uh, got the numbers from Patreon. Oh, sorry, from... Uh, Patreon's from, easy to guess. Patreon, Spotify. we get about 75 bucks an episode, so it's about 300 yeah. bucks a month. About $300 a month, right? Yeah. Uh, US. In, uh, from Spotify, less than 200 Less than two hundred. That's so, close, yeah. though. I, when when it, you the, your tone of voice made me think you'd be like, "We made eleven dollars." <laughs> like, you, you've beaten me by fifty percent. Yeah, but I, I was hoping for different orders of magnitude, one way or the other. Sure. I mean, it's no. Good. Okay. Sorry. No. It's it's just yeah. No. Which would be good news for me eventually. Like if you were like, "Oh, ads came in. It's three k." I'd be like, "Hell yeah! It's gonna be a one hell of a July." <laughs> Let's yeah. Roll. Yeah. Exactly. You just gotta wait, and in the meantime, I'm gonna suck up as much of as possible. Anyway. No. No. So anyone, I has anyone been this transparent on podcasts about how much money they make from the podcast? By the way. I don't this know, is very, maybe. very. We're being very transparent here. I'm, I'm happy not saying to talk it's bad. About it. I just can't think. Uh, of, no, I, I think it should be. I, it should be. I mean, I. It, it, the, the only reason that people don't talk about how much they earn is because we've been told not to by our bosses, so they don't. So to, to combat wage growth, right? Like one That's of the true. reasons. One of the reasons for pay gaps. One of the reasons for the fact that people are underpaid or paid unfairly or whatever, right? 
um, is because we're, you know, we're told, oh, it's a breach of contract to talk about mm. your compensation. No, it's not. Tell your coworkers how much you earn. Well, this is a little bit- Especially if you are not a member of a historically disenfranchised or, or oppressed political minority, right? Yes. If you are a white straight man- Tell your colleagues how much you earn in a way that isn't rubbing it in their faces. Yeah, be careful. Like, no, 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 but like help to normalize that conversation so the people who traditionally do get underpaid, right, women, people of color, other marginalized people, right, aren't being taken along for a ride thinking they're being paid fairly if you're earning more than them, right? Mm-hmm. And the other thing is if they tell you and they're earning more than you, you can go and take that to your boss and be like, well, I, I, you know, I understand that. There's this rate that is common around the office, so I want it as well. You don't have to name names, but you say, pay me fairly, right? There should be more transparency sort of thing. Except in this case, because it's embarrassing for me because I've taken a bad bet. Anyway, Spotify had this to say. Apparently, there's a run-up for ad ingestion, right? So so, 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 we're, we're, so the motor's gaining speed as time goes on, you say? So the way I'll, the way I'll put it is this. We start ads in month... A, right, in, in month A or month one, whatever. And we pick up all the ad campaigns that are being fed into this ad system. But the problem mm-hmm. is there are a lot of ads already in the system that started in month minus one and month mm-hmm. minus two that have gone for three ads. And we can't be fed into them because we weren't there at the beginning. So, you know, I don't know, Hoyt Cinemas mm-hmm. comes to – or Harvey Norman, multinational yeah. – For both of us, sport. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Harvey Norman comes and says, I'd like, we'd like three months of ads on the Spotify network. And they go, no worries, sign here. Beautiful. But the ads aren't necessarily going to appear on our show if we miss the cutoff mark, for instance, for those ads to be fed in. So I've been told that it will spin up and the revenue will raise as time goes on, which is the worst possible deal because – That's the best possible deal for me. Let's go. That's what I'm saying. By the time we get to the, you know, this, and, and I said, oh, roughly how long? And they say, oh, you know, usually we see things even out properly in about, uh, after about a quarter, right? Woo-hoo! So after three months, as in when, we t- when this bet ends, apparently the ad revenue will have spun up to the point that we can expect. And we're roughly expecting, I would say, to make $400 a month off of it. So Can't put great a price news on for that, you. Baby. Hell yeah. Really, really bad outcome for me, right? I'm walking away $50 down. This month, I'm hoping that it goes up next month. Um, if you if you want to support the show, best way to do that at the moment just play the episodes on repeat. Don't do that. Just on repeat all day have every a day. To this. Well, look, Try there's not beat. even any ads to put in yet. There's no point. I would just wait. You know, I would wait and listen to the podcast and just no, send me the no, money. That, <laughs> I just yeah. No, actually, best way to support the show: bank transfer to me. Just PayPal. <laughs> send me send me the money. That's the best way to do it. Just just send me send. Yeah, that's what's no. Anyway, so, hang on, Riley, which month is, is it for the month of March, April? It's month, month for April, May, month, June, month, right? Month of March. So there is quite a delay in actually getting the numbers after the ads have gone through, like three weeks, right? Well, hang on. Is so, March part of our bet? So we, we made the bet for ad revenue for, what was it, March, April, May, right? Or was it March, yes. April, May, June? We were going to, basically the bet was going to end at your birthday. I knew it was going to end on so, my birthday, but I, have a tr- I, I sent you half the Patreon money here, Riley, on the 8th of March. Oh, okay. So I need to send you half the money for for March. I th- oh, it depends because the yeah. money on the eighth of March is for February. Yeah, no, know? I think I think the be- let's just make it e- easy. The bet is for March, and I shouldn't be saying this because this disadvantages me. But March, April, May, June, right? Okay. The the, so, the revenue from those months. Yeah. So yeah. this is great content. Us I know, going over accounting, the right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, fantastic stuff from us here. Um. Anyway. 
I'm glad. So I've had actually, I've had some feedback about the ads as well, mm-hmm. right? Which has been really good. Um, the the feedback has been sorry. The feedback hasn't necessarily been good, but it's been it's been good to have the feedback. Right. Um, a, a few congratulations, which is welcome. But uh, there were a couple of emails saying that they're glad that we're not doing ad reads for products that we don't believe in. Right? Is that because we're not so, doing ad reads at all? <laughs> But that's what I'm saying. Like there were there were people who indicated they actually prefer the programmatic ads that are going in that are just like pre-recorded by the company sent in and put on the show instead of us being like, we love hymns. Yeah. Do you know a product that I use every single day? You know, and that is that is Acme's finest chimney sweep brushes. Now, Dennis, yeah. there's not a day goes by that I'm worried about the accumulation of soot in my chimney, and you know. This, these, these sorts of ads, I think people see through them. And I get a lot of podcast ads now for men at my age for just mm. like recreational male enhancement pills. Well, Dennis, maybe they're trying to tell you something, mate. Maybe, but it's I, I guess it's, it's, it's on a lot of American podcasts and they're not. So this isn't even targeted. This is like the ad read ones. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, and I'm like. Are guys just taking this from? I look. I know if you get if you get a little older, or if you have any other reason to have some medical trouble. No, I have no problem with you can't. But you, you're entering assistance. that demographic, my man. Get cr- crusting up on thirty, I suppose. But yeah. I don't think recreational sildenafil is necessarily. I feel that feels odd to me. A mate of mine's on that honey. Isn't What's that, that honey? honey? It's that, that it's, I don't know what it is. He he tried to give me some. I'm like, oh, I think I'm good. But like, I, I I'm not. I wouldn't be totally against trying it. I just. I don't know. I don't have a pressing need for it. It's this. It's just like honey that makes you super horny. I don't know. It's honey just that's just like oh. apparently it's just it really just really gets you really gets you ready to go. I don't know. I googled honey for sex and I haven't gotten any. <laughs> Dennis, <laughs> you ever tried that sex honey? You ever tried that sex honey, Dennis? That's what you said. Sex honey available on Etsy Ireland. Hang on, there's a whole section for this. Black Bull Extreme Honey. Yeah, oh yeah, my there we god. Go. Now, now you know. Now you know we're cooking with gas. With that sort of those sorts of names coming in. Let's it's the honey go. from a bull. This is royal um, jelly magic honey with pants. That's what it was. Ginseng. Royal jelly. Royal jelly something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He swears by it, apparently. Yeah. Okay. I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen like TikTok ads for like the chocolate you get. Have you seen that? No. It's no, like a square of chocolate that you old, and your partner Dennis. like break in half and eat and then apparently go to town on each other. Is it... Okay. Is, do you, is it like a love potion you have to eat from the same piece of chocolate like is no, that I think, I think i think i don't think that's i don't think there's any mysticism behind it. i think that's just like a, <laughs> it's just part, it's just a nice little ritual it's not yeah. it's not actually part of the uh it's not necessarily no, no if you eat if you eat the wrong piece of chocolate you're going to walk down the street and all of a sudden you're going to find the wrong seeing, person yeah exactly yeah see something the, the camera's going to go all soft uh what is it soft focus the music's going to play yeah it's interesting though because ads being on the show have made me think about because i i would say like most people would oh I'm not susceptible to advertising. You know, my brain is far too big to be tricked by these these ads that don't get me. But then when ads do get me, mm-hmm. I don't even notice, right? That's the, that's the magic. And that's what happens, right? I see ads for like health insurance and for fancy new cars and for all this other stuff. I'm like, this is, oh man, get this out of my face. I'm not, I'm not interested. In this. And even if I were interested in this, I wouldn't be. But Dennis, I'm on the hunt for a house, Right. Now, all those ads for home loans, all those ads for mortgage brokers, all those. Ads, oh my god, I should have a look at that. Oh, what's the right? Oh, five point oh nine. Oh, geez, that's actually not too. Okay, five point nine. Five point oh nine percent. That's still five point nine though. Five point nine. Well, all right, mate. What are you? What's your bloody mortgage rate? What's your home loan rate? What's your? What are you paying in interest? Three point one. Three point. 
you're on three point one percent, Dennis. Locked in for the whole term. Oh, fixed fixed term mortgage for how many bloody years? Unbelievable! What a deal you've got. What a oh, deal you've that, got. That's all, Nikki. That is Nikki going to the bank and being like, "Listen here, we're gonna play ball. I'm gonna figure yeah, this right. out." She Nikki is going and cracking am, some skulls. I am not good at that stuff. I'm okay at it. Nikki is excellent. So full oh, credit been, to you've, her. You've never been a good negotiator, Dennis. I've always said this about you. Shut up. You texted me about it. With, yeah, well, you cried when your food didn't arrive. Let's not. Like. <laughs> oh, dude. Dennis is very sensitive about not being a good negotiator, but it's fine. Um, anyway, so, do you know what? Oh, man. we got. I think we've got to talk about this on an episode. I know so much more about the property industry than I ever hoped to because. Ooh, let's my... be two 30 year old white dudes talking about property. This is going to be the best. Well, it's not going to be a positive. It's not going to be a positive experience. It's not going to be being like, and oh, now's a great time. It's going to be, this is terrible. Don't ever get into property. Go and live mm. in a cave. And just, like, it's, it, it's, it's awful. But these ads, they actually. It's annoying. They get me. I, can, I remember, Dennis, the first time an ad ever got me. Right, and I, I would say I was five years old, I think, because we still had, still had a, te- a telly, and I think we, they got rid of that when I started grade one. And on, on the ABC, on the Australian Broadcasting Corporation uh, Channel Two, there was an ad for the Bananas in Pajamas Lift the Flap Treasure Hunt book. Hold up, Bananas in Pajamas. Your mom lets you have Bananas in Pajamas. I went to the Bananas in Pajamas. Yeah, Riley, I, I went to a Bananas in Pajamas live show when I was a kid. So did I. There's a picture of me with bananas and pajamas and with Postman Pat. Made a There's a picture of me with bananas and pajamas and with Sonic the Hedgehog, Riley. No way. They got, they got Sonic? I didn't want to bother Sonic because I thought he might be busy. So there's a photo with of a small Dennis and a Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> in the background. In the background. <laughs> I got starstruck by oh, what dear. I imagine was a stoned 20-year-old in a stone yep. Sonic the Hedgehog costume. <laughs> There's a picture of me being held by Postman Pat, right, as a, as a young... Strong, I think like, strong. I, I was probably like three or four, and my brother, who was an infant, was terrified. Was like He was like one, oh, maybe. Why is this man's like, head 11 times the size of mine? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so I was enraptured by this Bananas in Pajamas lift, lift the Flap Treasure Hunt book. And so I was like, Mum, can we get it? And she's like, all right, I'll make you a deal. And we had a little chart. Like, I think... I don't remember how long it was. Maybe a week, maybe two. But it was like, you know, if I helped, if I was a good, helpful boy and I... I don't know, took yeah. the rubbish out or... eat all your veggies. My place, yeah. so I, like all that sort of stuff. I'd get a little tick on the calendar. And then if I did it, if I think it was two weeks or maybe one week, we'd go and we'd buy this bananas in pajamas, lift the flap treasure book, treasure hunt book. And I just couldn't, like I would be up at night, I would dream of this book. And like when I was going to have it and like the adventures I'd go on with the bananas pajamas and Lulu and Morgan and Amy and lifting the flap and finding the treasure and that sort of stuff. And then I got the book and I was finished with it within about 10 minutes. And I was like, well, this wasn't very good. And I remember the ad. They like turned the pages and like lifted up the flaps. And I was like, this looks like the most amazing book in the world. And then I got it and I had it. And I was like, I don't want this anymore. I don't care about it. And if that doesn't completely, completely encapsulate what advertising does and, and its entire point of being on this earth, right? And the ultimate effect of it, of it as well. I don't know what does. Five years old and I'm already disillusioned with advertising and capitalism. This is the thing, like, I think it's important to lean in if you're going, because we live in a capitalist society, no ethical consumption, et cetera, et cetera. If you want something, you should try and relish in wanting it a little bit. Mm. That's mm. a little mm. bit the best part. Like, Nikki's dad, who is like, who like bought a boat recently, it's like mm. the worst part of buying a boat or like a fancy car is when you buy it. Mm. 
leading up to being like, oh, I can't wait to get this. That's the best bit. And yeah, the delayed worst gratification, part, dude. Yeah, of course. Yeah, the worst yeah. part of the Bananas and Pajamas book is when it's in your hands. It's in my hands. Yeah. Finished, done, not actually that good. It's the same, like I've, I've recently attempted to, with with well i say recently like this last year i've tempted i've tempted to try to get my fitness a little bit under, under control mm-hmm. get out break out of that covid like well the world's ending so who cares i'll just have more chicken nuggets um and i tell you what that chicken burger when you have it once a week instead of every night oh baby mm. it goes down mm. real smooth looking forward to it that entire week oh oh don't mind if i right. do speaking of looking forward to to it you now just sound to me like the parents in charlie brown because I have heard the door close and a McMuffin with my name on it has entered the building. <laughs> oh, Dennis. Nikki has returned from her voyage and she's brought with you a hot McDonald's breakfast. Dennis, it would be unfair of us to continue this podcast for too much longer, lest your hash brown become Congeal. damp, yeah. <laughs> moist and limp. So, I mean, I had many other wry and amusing observations to make about the world of advertising, but no, that's it. And who knows when we will record again? Will it be in 15 minutes after I this? <laughs> it, will, it will indeed be in 15 minutes, but even though you can get early access to those episodes on Patreon, I wouldn't I would bother. It's, it's really just not worth it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Straniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here. 